We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, you're listening to The Mark Milton Show. Normally with The Smash here in the Miller Furniture Studios presented by STLTaxLawyer.com. Joining us now, I'm very excited about this guest. Uh, We've talked a little bit about sports gambling in the past. Uh, We've got Alex Eaton, uh, who is a senior member of Catalyst Government Relations Firm um, out of Columbia, right, Alex? Yeah, I live in live in Columbia. Our our office headquarters, or, or we have an office in Kansas City, as well as um, as Je- Jefferson City, and then have members that live a uh, couple team team members that live in Mid Missouri, uh, Kansas City, and then also St. Louis. So we're we're headquartered in Kansas City, but based throughout the state. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you being with us, Alex Eaton. He's a, I, I like to say government relations, but really you're a lobbyist. There's nothing wrong with that. I've talked about that before. Correct. I mean, we everybody Absolutely, needs a lobbyist. Yeah. Everybody needs somebody advocating uh, for what they believe in or what they, they think uh, policy should be. So we appreciate you joining us. And I know you've been a very uh, a staunch advocate for uh, legalized sports gambling in the state of Missouri. So I thought it'd be great to have you on to kind of give listeners an update on where things stand, because from my perspective, we've had many states who have, have legalized sports gambling. And, you know, frankly, I, I think it's inevitable that it will it will become a national thing. And so I'm interested to know sort of in Missouri uh, where things stand. You know, you've got state or, or, you know, right next door in Illinois. You've got um, uh, Casino Queen uh, has has a DraftKings sports book. Um, if there's talk of I don't know where it stands with. Fairmont getting uh, a sports book there, but it's obviously happening all around us, at least in the St. Louis area. So I'd like to start off, I guess, by, you know, from your standpoint as somebody who's in the capital in Jeff city regularly, where, what is the current state of, of legalized sports gambling in Missouri? Yeah. So Mark, first of all, appreciate you having me on, um, as, as you know, or some of your listeners may know the, the legislature kicked off first of, uh, first part of January and, and have been in, uh, close to a month now, and the, the legislative session runs through May. There are currently eight bills that have been filed um, in the House and Senate that contain um, sports betting legislation. Now, those those different um, bills, you know, there's differences there in tax rates and, um, you know, if the lotto manages it or if it's through the gaming commission so but all in there there are eight bills um there there was a there was a hearing on tuesday of this week in the senate appropriations committee um on uh, on a bill that contains sports betting so there is there is some early movement and as as you mentioned illinois um has it as well as iowa arkansas and tennessee that all border um, Missouri. So there, you know, there are four states around Missouri that already have implemented uh, sports betting, and in all, roughly, roughly 25 states that have either have an active sports betting market or that have legalized it and just trying to bring it on board um, and get it up and going, including uh, Washington D.C. So they're, uh, you know, all in, you know, basically half the country st- uh, of the states have some form of sports betting uh, that they legalize sports betting. Right, and and most of those, and so I'm a big I'm a big Dave Portnoy guy, Barstool. Um, I got I got in early on on Penn National when it dropped uh, early in COVID, and it's been soaring ever since. Um, they're obviously betting big on you know widespread legalized sports gambling. They've got their own app. 
I know that they, for some reason, I think they started in Pennsylvania was like the first state they got up and running this past week. I saw where they were doing a big kickoff in Michigan, um, with a sports book up there. And so I guess from, from a sort of the key players standpoint, I mean, obviously all of the, all the existing casinos and, and, um, uh, Vegas, you know, your, your traditional Vegas, uh, op tours or whatever you want to call them are interested in this stuff. And, and so I guess what would it look like in Missouri? I mean, if it, it given your experience, like what are we just talking, Hey, you're going to legalize being able to bet on apps. Are we talking full blown sports books? What do you think the future holds? So for the most part, most, most of the bills that have been filed will, um, will have mobile sports betting. Uh, all of them have mobile sports betting. Uh, now, brick and mortar sports book. Missouri is kind of unique in that the Constitution um, only allows for casinos to to receive the licenses. So, Missouri has 13 um, brick and mortar casinos. Those casinos will receive the you know the sports book uh, sports betting licenses so you know for for example in in illinois uh there is going to actual there is going to be a physical sports book outside of wrigley field uh that the DraftKings um received the license so un unfortunately in missouri that's not that's not possible but um through through mobile apps which you mentioned barstool um, well, DraftKings, FanDuel, I mean, those are all yeah. betting apps yeah. that we can't use right or in Missouri. Well, actually, you can you can use those, but uh, that's where I get confused on what's allowed and what's you, not currently. Yeah, so in Missouri, so just for transparency, I represent DraftKings, FanDuel, and BetMGM, which are all mobile mobile sports betting operators. Yep. Um, you can you can create an account and and look at lines and and. And an action on, on those apps, you cannot place a bet or, or to you know, make make a bet on your phone. Uh, that's just geofenced in Missouri. But but as we're seeing, you know, you mentioned St. Louis. You can download. The funny thing is, I was, I was listening, looking at St. Louis news yesterday, just online, and and had an ad pop up that, you know, was promoting me to download a sports betting app and then just pop over to Illinois to place bets. <laughs> yep. And you know, we saw that four or five years ago when we uh, we lobbied for legalization of, of daily fantasy sports, and Iowa was ahead of us um, on DFS, and they are on sports betting as well. People would just pop over to Iowa and, and, and place their, you know, wagers through DFS and, and go that route. So um, you are kind of seeing um, with, with Iowa, Arkansas, Illinois, it is – very easy to just pop over that the state border and, and you know make bets on your phone or even you know go to casinos to you know spend money when um, you know Missouri's losing out on that on that revenue and and kind of tourism traffic that could be driven to the 13 casinos and municipalities that um, that are located in Missouri. Yeah, and so what I guess who's who's the opposition? Like who's opposed to this? And I guess I say that while also appreciating that you know I don't think personally. I don't think widespread gambling is a great thing for society. I mean, if you go to a casino queen or, you know, Lumiere or some other place, I mean, it, it can be somewhat depressing to sort of see what, what takes place, even in Vegas, you know, if you go to a casino. And so I guess I understand maybe the moral arguments against it. But from my standpoint, that ship has sort of sailed. I mean, we kind of have already 
uh, have widespread gambling as it is, both legally and illegally. And so uh, what is the remaining counter-argument to legalized sports gambling in Missouri? So I think for the most part, the opposition has now kind of pivoted to kind of, I guess, just a moral opposition to any form of gaming. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, there's, there's elected officials that just say, you know, whether it's sports betting or poker or, you know, blackjack, I'm just morally opposed to, to gambling in general. So, you know, I'm going to oppose that. Now, when you get kind of down, dig in, dig into the different bills, there's, you know, the, the, what I would consider casinos prefer a specific model um, prefer, you know, a specific tax rate. Then you have groups um, that, you know, Major League Baseball, uh, PGA and NBA, which are which are catalyst clients that, you know, prefer a model. Which I do think, going back two or three years, there were that that I guess disagreement is getting closer to to a solution. I do think legislators are more. Um, interested in, in getting something done this year. So, you know, the opposition in, inside Jefferson City is not from from outside groups um, is, is not vocal, um, you know. but It's I, more know, the competing interest. Outside, is it more that, you know, there's so many interested parties who is. want it to happen and yeah. what it looks like? Correct, yes. There's, you know, there's daily fantasy sports operators. There are casinos. Um, the, you know, obviously the the professional teams in Missouri, Royals, Cardinals, Blues, um, those groups want to make sure that, you know, the players are protected, the, you know, the, the teams that, that put investments um, into, you know, make investments into the team, the product, they want to make sure that there's not, um, you know, another black, black, stock, black sock scandal that sure. would um, harm harm the integrity of the game or the, the reputation of the game. So there's just a lot of varying interests that want that at the end of the day, they, they support it or want to see something done. It's just, how do you get there? And I think that's where the, the um, kind of the muddying of the waters, I guess, is, has formed. Yeah. But, and it's interesting um, that you bring up from three years ago, we've, we've made great strides. Yeah. And when you think about the black Sox scandal and sort of the potential for, you know, point shaving and that sort of thing, I feel like that has been mitigated or, or reduced in the sense of our social media age because I think it would be a lot harder to get to get get away with you know blowing a free throw on you know, on purpose or you know just with the way we communicate now there'd be much more of a trail than you know back in the day when you know a couple of a couple of mobsters approach a guy and it's sort of it's sort of harder to, to track down so uh, at least that's my opinion I think it, it would be harder to to do today, but I could be wrong. But it's obviously a, a concern when you talk about the number of dollars that, that are uh, in play here. Yeah, I think you're correct. I think everyone would agree that if sports betting is going to be legal, it you know it should be carefully regulated to kind of protect the, the fans and the games. And, and you know, whether that those consumer protections include kind of, you know, a- advertising, you know, advertising to avoid avoid minors uh, or targeting you know minors. Make sure that any bets made inside you know a sports book, you you do age verification, um, real time data sharing. You know, if there's a you know bet made you know before a uh, before a Cardinals game that looks suspicious, 
you know, can can the can those operators all kind of work together to figure out if this is, you know, a, a legitimate bet or if there's some kind of, you know, inside baseball information being shared that, you know, the, the general public's not aware of. So just stuff like that that I think is is in the bills that, you know, definitely want to see that if this is if this becomes legalized that there there are protections in place for the players, fans and and, and teams that have spent um, you know, billions of dollars building their product and building their team. Yeah, I almost envision an SEC-like regulator, like with the stock market. I mean, the stock market has become a, a casino. I mean, it just, you know, what we've seen the last week go on with the GameStop and, you know, some others. It, it's just remarkable to me. And I think that with the technology we have today, it would be fairly easy, and I use that word sort of loosely, but to, to kind of track things and be able to monitor any irregularities when it comes to sports betting, which is already done. I mean, in Vegas, I mean, there, Vegas is, you know, obviously had legalized sports gambling for a long time. And, um, I'm not aware of any major controversies in, in recent years regarding, you know, corruption and things like that. So as long as, like you said, as long as there's uh, a regular regulatory body and, and framework in place, I think a lot of those, uh, risks could be mitigated. Well, let's talk about, so what's in it for the state then? I mean, as far as obviously there'd be revenue generated per bed or how does that work in the states that, that have legalized it? How does the, how does the state make money off it? Cause obviously like Illinois is strapped for cash and they saw an opportunity and are, you know, have widespread sports gambling. So what's, what is in it for the state to, to legalize it? Yeah, so I think there's, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, various bills have been filed, but the tax rate in Missouri and the, the bills, you're looking at roughly six and a quarter percent up to nine percent um, on on the tax revenue that would come back to the state. So for each for example, bet? You, well, for the no, for the for the for the for the for the money that goes in. So, gotcha. you know, any 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 winnings that is is you know casino side that is six percent six point two five percent so as i mentioned you know you mentioned um las vegas has been um, in the market for oh heck you know 30 plus years they are at their their percentage is 6.75 you mentioned pennsylvania earlier they are at 36 percent so it ranges illinois 15 iowa 6.75 so it ranges across the board on this now one thing you have to remember if you know some people say well look at pennsylvania that's you know they're at 36 percent the state's getting all kinds of money you you do have to factor in you need a competitive market so especially in missouri with with the surrounding states in play um you know it would be tough for you know missouri to pass something at you know 36 percent when iowa illinois are you know at that lower lower number lower number because you do want investments and you want casinos to invest reinvest so you do have to be careful there some of the the revenue you know the revenue estimates um you know you're, i think you're looking anywhere between eight um up to you know 25 million that the state could see annually that would that would come in from from a legalized sports betting um sports betting market now there's other gaming, uh, expansion of gaming pieces out there that, you know, that could add to it. But sports betting alone, you're looking probably anywhere from eight to, you know, 25, north of 25 million, um, depending on the, the tax structure. And then that does not include fees, application fees, uh, renewal fees, et cetera. So you're looking, I would say, you know, 
20 million roughly is probably what you're looking at to um for this for the state to receive when i look at i feel like missouri in particular you mentioned 13 casinos i mean i don't know the i don't know the stats but i would imagine we have probably more casinos per capita than most and we have very nice casinos and i think the opportunity to put a sports book in and rather than you know i've gone out to march madness in vegas several times and it's an amazing experience and I think to be able to offer that uh, experience here locally and tra- attract people on a more regional basis, you know, there, there'd be tourism dollars, there'd be, you know, hotel taxes and things like that, that uh, if St. You know, Louis and Kansas City in particular, if they were able to do that, I think you, you'd see a lot of uh, tangential benefits for the state and the local governments. Absolutely. I mean, you're already seeing Missouri citizens cross the border, to, you know, to go to casinos in Iowa or Illinois uh, to to reap the benefits of, of sports betting. So I do think that, you know, a legalized market does open up opportunities for, for tourism, whether it's, you know, people coming from other States or just coming or, or staying in Missouri to, to spend their money, um, you know, at restaurants, hotels, you're also looking, you know, at, at a legalized sports betting market that could bring, you know, finance jobs, um, technology jobs, different different jobs that Missouri may not have right now that could be opened up to a to a legalized sports betting market. I think there are, you know, opportunities that people just when you when you think of sports betting, you think, okay, yeah, I want to be able to bet on the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but um, those other benefits that are out there, there are um, great opportunities for this state. Well absolutely. Well we appreciate you being with us. This is fascinating stuff. This is Alex Eaton with Catalyst. Uh, as a lobbyist uh, for the uh, sports gambling industry. Um, He's certainly um, very knowledgeable on the topic, and we appreciate you being with us, Alex. Mark, I appreciate you having me on and uh, giving giving me the time to talk sports betting. I know this is a a popular popular issue on on social media and and sports radio, so appreciate, uh, appreciate the time. All right, thank you, sir. That is Alex Eaton with Catalyst. Joining us here on the Mark Milton Show to talk sports gambling, it's a topic that – I find very interesting. I think it's inevitable that you're going to see it on a wide scale, and uh, here in Missouri in particular, it seems, seems ripe for it. seems like we've got the infrastructure for it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we appreciate that discussion. You are listening to the Mark Milton Show <clears throat> with the Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios and presented by stltaxlawyer.com. I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, TRC Outdoor. You've heard about them a number of times. Uh, they're fantastic. Uh, outdoor landscaping company, uh, anything you need, landscape, hardscape, regular lawn maintenance, they'll take care of it for you. You can check them out at trcoutdoor.com. You can get a quote on whatever you need for your yard, whether it just be a quote on regular maintenance, whether you need a whole renovation in your backyard like we did last year. Uh, We had a new patio, retaining wall, stairwell put in. Phenomenal job. They do great work. Uh, Chris Rhodes uh, has been on the show, owner of the company, and again, that's TRC Outdoor, trcoutdoor.com. Check them out. Give them a shot at your business. Uh, request a quote, and I, I'm sure you will, you will not be disappointed. You're listening to the Mark Milton Show on 590 The Fan, home of the Fighting Illini. You can find us anytime at 590thefan.com, themarkmiltonshow.com, and anywhere you subscribe to podcasts. Dave, one thing I find interesting about <clears throat> sports gambling is from a tax standpoint, because, you know, this is, Presented by stltaxlawyer.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based on advertisements. But you've got, you know, right now you definitely, you still have an underground of illegal sports gambling. Oh, big time. 
And so what you're seeing now is more widespread legalized sports gambling. And not only does it present an opportunity for revenue for states and local governments, but I think from an income tax standpoint, it makes tracking this so much easier for the government. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's really no different than some of the states that have legalized recreational marijuana, for example, where you have a black market. People are going to do it anyway. You can just see all the offshore betting sites. So you legalize it, you tax it, and now the government gets its share of the revenue and its revenue that doesn't have to come straight out of your day-to-day income trying to put food on the table. Right. And, and as a you know tax lawyer, somebody who works with people uh, – with tax problems, but also does tax planning and, and tax preparation. I've had many clients who, you know, have gambling winnings. They get a W2G. They hit it, you know, hit a, hit a jackpot on a, on a slot machine. Um, other third-party reporting I've seen, you know, DraftKings, FanDuel, they issue 1099s to their customers. And so I think that the more you mainstream it, the more you legitimize it, it does present an opportunity for the IRS, Departments of Revenue, to also say, okay, Joe Blow, you're you're betting on DraftKings. You've got an account with BetMGM. You know they'll work with them to get the correct reporting and tra- tracking your losses because that's a big thing for people who gamble. <clears throat> is yeah, you might you know hit a jackpot and get a W two G, but you're also going to lose a lot of money along the way. And so being able to offset your winnings, which you're allowed to do with your losses, could be much easier if you've got a history. You know you can pull up your dashboard on FanDuel or, or MGM and see okay. I had this many bets, losing bets. I had this much in winnings. They net it out, issue a 1099. I mean, that might take some finagling. You might have to report the gross and then deduct the losses. But I think it's an interesting tax topic because how much revenue is being lost by illegal gambling that's not getting reported? I can't imagine, but I would have to think it gets in the millions, especially when you look at the very high-end top tier. No, absolutely. It's it's big money. It's not going away. Um, the sports, uh, you know, the teams, their leagues, they're all seem to be buying into it, which I think may, maybe for many years was a, was a hurdle. But now they're all, you know, on board with it, too. And I don't know if you saw this past week, but Sinclair Broadcasting has announced that they are formally going to be rebranding Fox Sports Midwest to Bally Sports Midwest and introducing a bunch of interactive gambling elements in the telecast, yep. at least where it's legal. Yeah, no, it's 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 coming. There's no doubt about it. Well, we appreciate you joining us here on the Mark Milton Show. We've had a great show today. Uh, two really good guests. We had the Honorable Matthew T. Shelp, uh, United States District Court Judge for the Eastern District of Missouri. Uh, we're very grateful to have him on to share his story. Uh, we also had Alex Eaton from Catalyst Talking Sports Gambling. Uh, you can check out the podcast anytime at 590thefan.com, themarkmiltonshow.com or Apple iTunes. Appreciate you being with us. This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios and presented by stltaxlawyer.com.